Welcome aboard, Captain. Trek Minute, the sort of semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate <laughs> Star Trek for the Voyage Home one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. I'm Chris LaSalle. <laughs> Remember me? <Hey> Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back for our uh, unplanned hiatus. So thanks everybody for being patient. Uh, yes. We're back. It and it's a... It only takes a worldwide pandemic for us to come back online. Oh, look, we are very, very topical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, I was thinking with, um, you know, and of course we're joking, don't I, you know, let's see what happens a few weeks from now. But I was yeah. thinking how many podcasts will be born during the, uh, during the pandemic of oh, right, yeah. right? How many yeah. people are going to start a podcast because there's nothing else to do in their house? <laughs> what am I going to do? Hmm. Do a podcast about um, all the uh, cupboards I have in my house. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good to be back. So, it's good to be back. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we're we're on minute one hundred and five. Uh, this minute starts with uh, George and Gracie singing, and mm-hmm. ends with the traveler talking with George and Gracie. Maybe. Maybe. I thought you were going to say it was going to end with George and Gracie dancing, but no. That's a different show. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so it's essentially this is whale week, right? This, this is, is this is all whale week, the like next, nonstop, the next, nonstop. It's all whales talking, whales dancing, standing on their heads. So uh, let's uh, so let's recap a little bit here since we've been we've been gone. So we recapping, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the bird of prey under the bridge does a does a landing. Kirk goes down to the hold. Scotty and you know, the doc, they head up to the front, get out the hatch. Kirk somehow manages to hold his breath for five minutes, swims down, manual release, boom, it explodes. They get free, and now Kirk was wondering. The last thing I think was Kirk was wondering, why don't they answer? Why don't they sing? Why don't they sing? Why don't they sing? Um, and now we are here. So that's a quick last few minutes recap. Thanks, man. Just figured people might might need that. Yeah. For those those who are listening to the show, a minute by minute breakdown of Voyage Home. You must <laughs> you must not love the movie that much. Here's here's all the detail. <clears throat> yeah. So so what do so uh, the minute begins with um, George and Gracie. I guess it, it really started last minute, but they started to uh, get into position. They're essentially look like they're standing on their heads. Well, uh, one of them's like like flipping around, yeah. and then one is just, and and I don't know my, I every time I watch this scene, I'm wondering if Nimoy, the you know the the producers and everyone was trying to give the illusion that one of the whales was dead. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and and I still believe that every time I see it because it basically starts to float up like as if it's dead, and it just sort of stays there. It doesn't move. Basically, for the whole minute, I mean, I think it flaps its fins once. Okay. But I think then it just sort of stays there, and the other one is sort of yeah, – it, it almost looks like a shark and is, like, rotating around it. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't notice that. I was th I was assuming, <clears throat> I forget who we said is doing the handstand first, if it's George or Gracie, probably Gracie. Yeah. Um, I thought George was getting in a position too, but no, he just swims away. He's just swimming around yeah. because we see the we see the whales from a couple of different angles and we and it, it clearly looks like George is is circling Gracie. And that's why I always have gotten the illusion that is she, you know, did the time travel affect her? Is she dying? Like because halfway through the minute, well, 20 seconds into the minute, it looks like the probe maybe hears the hears something mm -hmm. and it, and it moves into a different position. So I'm wondering like, oh crap. Like the whale is dead. Oh, so you're okay. So you're taking, uh, you're taking it as the the probe maybe going into mourning or something because yeah. Gracie's dead. Right. Oh wow. Okay. I never. I don't think I ever picked up on that. But now, now I'm worried for her. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, thought you're, I thought you were also going to say that you were worried Gracie was dead until the probe shifted into the same position, and you're like, oh, okay, this is supposed to happen. Yeah, I don't, I I don't know. I mean, I'm just. This is. I remember watching this as a kid and be like, "Oh my God, one of the whales is dead." And even today, I still remember back to like that feeling of like, that whale is dead. It's just hovering. It's not doing anything. Like it's not talking. It's just it's just there. And I'm like, we've all had goldfish. I mean, you know what happens when a goldfish dies? It like flips over and floats to the top and. Oh my God. You know, we all cry and mom, I couldn't save my goldfish, you know, like, um, and then the fact that the, you know, the, the traveler, you know, changes position. I, I just thought that was kind of interesting because for the whole movie, it's been in that one position causing mayhem and maybe, um, you know, making something out of nothing. No, but, no, uh, it's a it's a really interesting interpretation of it, and I'm now I'm a little saddened because I'm thinking about goldfish, and um, but no, that's a that's a cool way of looking at it. I was just excited that they were getting in chat position. Um, what do you uh, does the, the traveler getting a shifting position? Um, I have a hard time, and it's second I think it happens twice this week. In these next few minutes, I, I have a hard time with the the traveler moving around. It it doesn't look real to me. Is uh, it is it the part that you can sort of see through it a little bit? Oh no, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> so I think around when it so when it starts moving, it looks like and and we saw this. What what was it? Wathacon when it's coming out of the um. Yeah, in the nebula. It's coming out. You can sort of see through like one of the nacelles. No, I think it's at the very beginning, and you can sort of see through one of the nacelles. And it looks there's like some. I'll have to go back and listen to our own show because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was one scene in particular, and we were both like, "Oh, I can't never unsee that." And it's like you can sort of see through the nacelle, and you can see like the stars behind it. Mm -hmm. um, and this is I feel like this is something similar. And again, it's black on a black background, so I'm sure they had. A lot of trouble with yeah. you know the you know the blue screen stuff and all that kind of crap. Yeah, and trying to light it up too, right? So yeah. Like you know, I think that's and part of my problem today is you know as I, as I've been you know kind of rolling back and forth through the minute <clears throat> is you know watching it rotate into a handstand 
I've gotten very distracted by the lighting on the side of it because uh, there's there's lighting on like the underbelly that doesn't change, but then there's it looks like a spotlight that runs up the side of the traveler as it moves. Right. And uh, I'm just I'm like, how is this thing being lit? And shouldn't is that a mistake? Am I looking at a mistake? And so I'm, I'm I think very the lighting, I'm, I'm very I out of the, the movie right now. <laughs> so I think the lighting from the underbelly comes from the brain. Okay. So I think that's just a reflection of its own light from. Oh. From the brain. Okay. And I, so I had a similar question about the, the light on its top, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. Um, is that A, the sun? Is it B, the reflection of the sun off of the moon? Okay. Or is it some other light source? Because, you know, we all think of the sun and the sunlight and, you know, when you look up at the sun and, you know, it's yellow, mm-hmm. like it, it, we often think of like it casts like a certain color, like is in pure space is the sun's light reflected pure white. Oh, I was I was gonna say you forgot. What about space dock burning? Could it be the light of space dock? <laughs> Did you say burning? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I. That's when I. That's yeah. when I thought of the moon because light off the moon would be more whitish. I would think. Interesting. I would have said the sun. I like your moon theory, but I also, it's, I find it funny you're talking about the moon because I had in my notes, um, there's two, there's two, there's a great shot of the probe, um, probably about second 20, um, where you're looking at its, its face. (laughs) You're looking at the one end of it and it's very reminiscent of the surface of the moon. Mm, It looks looks kind of cratered and, and very, you know, natural looking, um, and then as it's rotating, there's a there's a few seconds while it's rotating where you can you kind of can see the uh, its back, mm. uh, and again you get a sense of like it looks like, you know, it looks like the surface of the moon kind of flattened out. I don't right. Know. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say the sun is what you're seeing reflecting, not mm. the moon. Okay. I I I'll believe you. I just I find it an extremely cold light like it's a very it's not a uh, you know white can have somewhat a warmer or cold feel to it mm-hmm. and i feel like this is more of a cold white not a not a warm white uh, yeah but to to just you know take this down a rabbit hole right so the the light we get from the moon yeah is reflected sunlight and it's cold right so this could could just but, be the way it's reflecting off the the back of the probe you are absolutely right. I'm just playing, you know, we, as as John Carlyle often will say, we don't always have to agree on everything. I I don't agree with you, Dave. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I find it fascinating that this, I mean, we know that Space Dock <laughs> has no power. Of course, I'm, I'm, all I'm thinking about now is Space Dock up in flames. <laughs> you see it slowly tumbling to Earth, like crashing into the surface of the Earth. And, yeah. <laughs> So can I, I just, I, I think I'm a little obsessed this minute uh, with the, with the traveler, with the probe. Um, again, later in the minute, um, I'm jumping around a little bit now, but uh, probably like fifth, second 53, uh, and now it's doing its handstand and we get kind of a close up of, uh, right. I keep, you know, the, the head and the basketball, right? Um, the, the brain. The brain, which 
definitely looks like the brain right now is stuck yeah. onto the end of a fluorescent bulb. Because yes. previously it looked like it was floating below and there was a shaft of light coming down from the probe. Mm. But this shot definitely looks like the brain is stuck onto something physical. Right, yeah. Um, oh, I but, agree. But the surface, the surface of the of the probe that you can see here, it's just very, the detail's very cool. Um, yeah, and the light sort of has, you know, we see that bright light again. Yeah. You know, on the on the on the one side, and it, it's it's curious as to know what that light is. Yeah, Dave's obsessed. So I'm, I'm obsessed I, with the with the, what it looks like. You're obsessed with the, where the light's coming from. So I think I'm I, I think I'm more obsessed by. So so here's a question. Mm-hmm. You know, when when something's in, and I'm gonna show my naive side here. You know, when we launch a satellite into space mm-hmm. and it gets into an orbit. Like it, 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 it's just floating. Like, you know, it's just sort of floating up there, right? It's, you know, yeah. in orbit. It's at a certain certain point that it's not going to be able to fall back to Earth, right? Okay. That's how an orbit works? Well, I I, I have some physics I want to talk about because I've, I've always enjoyed it. But keep going. Keep, finish okay. your thought. So my thought is, is if space dock, like, is space dock in some sort of orbit, or does it have, like, some sort of propulsion system that is keep, because obviously they have gravity there, so there has to be some sort of propulsion system. Okay. So that means they're, right now they're all floating, like, nearly, you know, everywhere. Like, the ships are... The dead bodies are bouncing around the walls, yeah. Right. (laughs) Yes. Basically, (laughs) that's what I'm thinking. But I'm also wondering, like, if there was some sort of power source keeping it, like when, you know, Kirk will say, you, you know, uh, standard orbit mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously they control it to be in an orbit and they're, they're, they're circumnavigating the globe. Okay. So I'm assuming that a space dock is also circumnavigating the globe in some sort of orbit, 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 um, and Kermit. <laughs> and I'm wondering if now that the power has gone, if that would actually fall to earth, like, is it in an orbit high enough? that the gravitational pull would not pull it down or were like it's repulsors or floating technology keeping it in that standard orbit. You know what I mean? Does I that do. make sense? It does. It does. Um, I would, I would think it's in orbit. What I don't know is, is it in a fixed orbit? Meaning it's always, you know, like just above Starfleet, or is it, or is it, you know, traveling around the globe? Right. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't. I kept trying to think of what, like a what a tactical reason would be to have a fixed orbit versus or what not fixed orbit, but just a fixed. What's a geostationary? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I I don't know which, but I would assume if it's out of power, it's going to stay in its orbit for a period of time until Earth drags it back down. Okay. So it's so so it's probably going to fall into the Earth at some point, but not like instantly. But now you've made me now now have another question. Um, mm. Inside space dock, uh, you, know, you said the gravity's off and everything. Yeah. The starships that are inside space dock, did they fall to the bottom of space dock? Well, that's yeah, that's another thing. Are they How now do they just... sort of are they floating? Because I'm sure when they're there, there's some sort of system, whether it's a tractor beam or whatever, has to hold it. Right. They in space because. My, again, my assumption is is that space dock is 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 in orbit, so it's moving around the Earth as we are rotating, right? Yeah. Yep. 
So that means the things inside also have to move, right? So if it's no longer has its quote unquote gravity because it has no power, then that means as soon as the as soon as the you know the space dock still moves in its orbit, the things that are not will will hit the wall, right? right? <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, What's in motion I, will stay in motion and that sort of thing, I guess. But you're you're getting to this thing that I've never figured out that I've always wondered since I was a kid is when you're driving in a car yeah. and there's a bug in the car with you. And it's flying around. And it's flying around inside the car and the car is moving. I, I, how come the bug doesn't just splat up against the back of the window? Right, yeah. And again, I'm it, just, it, it's, it's clearly our, like you said, lack of physics knowledge. <laughs> so obviously we have some really smart people in the Listener Federation, and I know <laughs> that someone is going to school us on this. I look forward to it. And, and and I expect it. And I will be disappointed if I don't see one post on how idiotic Chris and I are <laughs> in our physics knowledge. Uh, yes, please. There's nothing more humbling than hosting a podcast. <laughs> um, hey, we never c- claim to be physics masters. No, no, not at all. Uh Okay, what else we got? I think that's all I had, man. I wanted to, it was really the we, probe surface and handstands, and there's not a huge, not a huge amount of going on in this one. No. You got anything else? Uh, not really. I mean, we do get, so towards the end, you know, we do hear some whale singing, and then finally the probe, I guess, responds. You know, the brain spins. But we do get a quick glimpse of the crew, maybe like two or three seconds of the crew still hanging on uh, to the uh, the side of the bird of prey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Why won't it sing? Yeah. There'll be more of that coming up. There will be. Yeah. All right, gang. Uh, then uh, clearly we need you, if you're not already, to be a member of the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation on Facebook. So get yourself a Facebook account if you don't have one already. Sign up for the Listener Federation and tell us all the things we got wrong in this minute. We would love to hear it. Um, and uh, we'll be back. You've got a couple of days because we'll be back in a couple of days talking about Minute 106 of Voyage Home here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye.